Earlier in the podcast, we covered Web of Shadows. Um, one character I knew nothing about while playing the game was a guy named Moon Knight. The more research I do about comic books and the people inside them, the more I enjoy this specific character. Um, but not many people outside the comic store know who Moon Knight even is. So today we're fixing that. Come lose your mind in the fucking desert with the School for Wayward Nerds as we cover the many faces of Moon Knight. Gentlemen, it is a fine and dandy ending Thursday, and you know what that means. It means this is a school for wayward nerds, and this class is now in session. I'm your host, Toby Poller, joined for another week by the beautiful Christine. Hiya. Hiya. Uh, but today, I think our students are probably the smart ones, maybe? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Guess again. I uh, guess again. That is Trey P. Cinnamon talking there. Cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, piss cinnamon, probably that much. Yeah. That's why your mum and Nick just that. And um, Megan Chickatella. Uh, if you're missing Cinnamon, go see a doctor. He's, yeah. He's doctor. Cinnamon challenged to the max when that was popular and now it's all in his bladder. Today we're talking about shoelace eating Jack Buck lunacy. That's right, bitches. This is today's lesson. We're going to Egypt and we're losing our fucking marbles with Mark Spector the Moon Knight. Um, what do you guys think of Moon Knight? He's got a cool name. Yeah. Mark Spector. Mark Spector is a fancy name to Moon Knight. Let's uh, let's jump in now. Let's <coughs> kick the pig. Let's let's fuck this chicken. Moon Knight was created by Doug Mint Munch. I don't know. What? Doug Mint. I don't know. Munch. And artist Don Perl- Perlin. In August of 1975, as an antagonist for Werewolf by Night, issue 32. Doug Munch. I don't know how to pronounce it. Munch. Um, Yep. It, it, it makes sense that this guy would create such like an, a cool and insane character considering his fucking amazing run on Batman Legends of the Dark Knight. He did uh, Prey, which is that good ass you go strange shit. Um, he also created Nocturna, and the he wrote the whole saga where Jason Todd goes to live with her instead of, uh, of Bruce. She's pretty much just DC's Elvira. She doesn't seem to have much going on for her. Um, Alright. Watch me. out, she might be good at fucking Age of Empires. Alright, where were we, buddy? Okay. Alright, uh, Nocturna is just a. She's a, a cheap Elvira. She looks like an Elvira. She doesn't really have much going on. Just like um, Elvira. Yeah. yeah, um, Doug Munch wrote the saga where, well, her first story arc where Jason Todd goes to live with her instead of Batman. Because he's ejecting him. Well, I don't know when it stopped working. Um,. Another character he created, Trey, um, is the Black Mask. Ooh. So this guy's done, like, all of our cool Batman stuff. Black Mask is a bit cheeky. He's a cheeky boy. Um, I don't know any Marvel stuff he created besides Moon Knight, but I know all of his DC shit's pretty much solid gold. So you didn't research? I researched it, but... How do you spell Munch? Um, M-O-E-N-C-H. Yeah. But I, I know specifically what issues of Batman that stuff is. I don't know which I know which issues are prey. What's his name? Doug. Doggy. Okay. He kind of looks like Stephen King with a mustache. Oh god, what the Death fuck? Clock. Ew. Did you say Death Clock? Oh, and Bane. Oh shit, really? I know he was involved in Nightfall. Uh, he spoke with James Bond. Oh, you cannot go through that list. It is everything. 
Notable for his Batman work and as the creator of Black Mask, Moon Knight, Deathlock, and Bane. There you go. So he's done a fair bit of stuff. Godzilla. You did um, some Catwoman? All right. As for, uh, as for Don Perlin, let's start by saying he was the first guy to sneak profanity into a comics code approved book. So, um, in the background of Defenders issue 89, much like the, uh, you know, the put Wayne Enterprises here thing in the Nightwing issue, um, he filled a space just with, like, he was just filling up space with random shit. But, um, the problem is, is the Inca didn't speak English, so he didn't change what was in there. So, in the issue now, there is a commercial on TV of a rabbit selling shit. Here, here, here's, here's an image. Meg, he's selling some shit, huh? Oh, that's great. She's selling some shit. <laughs> it's literally just oh, a nice... Quite little, literally. It's a nice little box that just says shit on it. Um, nice little rabbit. So, yeah. I, I don't know a lot of his other work, but that's pretty good to be known for. Just the shit guy. Shit rabbit. Yep, shit bunny. What was his name? I wasn't listening. Uh, Don Perlin. Um, Rod Perlin? That's not Ron Perlin. Okay, so um, let's get into the actual character here. Uh, Mark Spector is born the son of a rabbi in Chicago, Illinois. He grew up to have perfect vigilante career path. He goes from being a heavyweight champion boxer to a US Marine to a fucking mercenary. And um, him and his best mate, John Paul Ducamp, a French pilot that he calls Frenchie, which is uh, inappropriate. Um, They take on this mercenary job in Egypt with a lad named Raoul Bushman and his archaeological team. They are, there's a doctor named Peter Allrune and his kid Marlene. They go, they go and find this big ass ancient temple lost at time. Um, once they get to the sick treasure inside, in, including a big statue of uh, Gonshu, Gonshu, the moon god, Raoul no longer needs the architects. So he shoots one of them down. Mark Spector punches on with him and they get into a fight. Yeah, Mark gets Marlene to safety and then is immediately beaten down and left for dead in the desert. Yeah. Yep. Um, some roaming Egyptian dudes find him and take them to their god, um, or at least the statue of one. So, like, in the temple, like, he drags him back to the temple with Marlene. What are you looking for there, buddy? How the fuck do you spell Ron Uh He's worked on Ghost Riders, The Defenders, Transformers, and The Transformers, the movie. The, movie like the 86, 87, not recent. Oh, the good Transformers movie, from what I've heard. All right, so um, they find him pretty much dying out in the desert, and they take him back to the Moon God statue, and Marlene's there, and, you know, he dies. The As end. And there is no yeah. moon night. Good night, everybody. Class this is a lie of a podcast. This is a bad episode. They're all bad episodes. <laughs> um, and we're eight minutes in. Hey, we did it. We're at eight minutes. All right. But um, what happens is he sees a vision on his way out of Conchu offering him another chance at life if he becomes his avatar. Kind of like Swamp Thing is for the green or Animal Man is for the red on DC's stuff. Um, Mark reawakens, takes the shroud from the statue and goes looking for Raoul. Um, this time he wins the fight and takes Marlene, Frenchie and the fucking statue back to uh, the US of A. From this point on, Mark Spector is the crime fighter and you know, now known as Moon Knight. Um, Trey, you, you picked this topic. Yeah. Why, why did you pick Moon Knight? Because he's underrated and he's cool. very fucking underrated. I um, never heard of him. 
So you, before like we sort of got into this, I knew him from uh, the Spider-Man game that we covered really early on. <coughs> uh, that's about it. Yeah. Mm. He would be perfect for a Netflix show, but he's just He's going to get one, isn't he? He's, he's definitely. He's like top, he's top billion for characters that haven't been used yet. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, that's why we're an educational podcast. We've got to get you up on this stuff early. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, what do you guys think of the design of Moon Knight? He's pretty cool looking. Yeah. I mean, it's just negative. Yeah, he's, he's very white and shiny. Mm. Yeah. All right. So, um, let's get into his you know, career after his origin story. So, we are introduced to Stephen Grant. What can you tell me about him? Try. You know Stephen Grant? No. You don't? Is that? Fucking hell. He's a, um, he's a rich playboy persona used. Oh, yeah. To, yeah, he's, he's a fake guy. Yeah, it's his, it's his fake Bruce Wayne. He uses it to get into, like, all the high roller things and, you know, get information from that end. Yeah. Um, you know, like, that, that he's the kind of character who's going to get invited to a fucking shindig with the kingpin and, you know, snoop information that way. Um, you got Mark Spector himself, you know, with you know, as just the standard mercenary guy. And we've also got Jake Lockley, Trey. Who's that one? Oh, is that the taxi driver? Yeah, it, it's it's just another persona of him being a low life, so he can get all the information from that side of crime as well. So we have some supreme split order personality. Yeah, that's that is his problem. This is where the character of Runeart takes its unique and sort of fun to read turn. Um, unable to successfully juggle all these personas safely, um, Mark develops DID, which is our Dissociative Identity Disorder, because um, apparently split personality is now a um, kind of an insensitive term. I didn't... Fuck's sake. Yeah. Oh no, I offended, I offended three of that guy. Oh no. Oh no. I'm offended. No, I'm offended. I'm offended too. I, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Alright, so there's a brief stage in uh in two thousand ten where he would also talk to Spider Man, Wolverine and Captain America, kinda like Dexter does with his dad in that show. Um he spends a lot of time in, in this in this comic series asking these hallucinations if the clues that he's seeing or indeed anything at all is real. Like he'll he'll find some evidence and be like, do, do you guys think this is real? And they're like, We're not real. Like, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Um, the peak of this version is uh, him dressed as Spider-Man with Wolverine claws, like, right in a strip club. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, as fun as that is, the most recent run of him has done away with all that fundamentally unstable goodness by saying each personality is a part of Conchu's resurrection of Mark Spector. Um, I forget what it is. It's like one version of him is now the Pathfinder, one's the Defender. Once the guardian of travelers in moonlight, and it's it's all like trippy Egyptian biblical stuff. But um, as you do, yeah. The the quote in the book is his mind is colonized by an ancient consciousness from beyond space time. Um, but if you prefer your character batshit insane, you can also just assume that this explanation was all in his head too, because everything else is, you know. That's yeah. pretty good though. It does leave a lot of it onto the reader. Yeah. Because whatever's real and fake is pretty much your pick. Yeah. yeah. 
But um, that does that is kind of one of the downsides of the character and with Marvel all together. What you got there, boy? Is is snooping? Um, I, I after researching this, I did end up picking up an issue. I'll we'll, we'll get one to it. issue. Yeah, I picked up an issue. I really. Oh, liked. you know. It's in my notes. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. But um, yeah, the problem that I have with Marvel is is the fucking reboots, you know. Since 2006, this character has had, like, four or five fucking different series, like, reboots over and over again. And, um, each one is pretty different to the last. You got, um, the 2006 MK, you know, Mortal Kombat, depending on how you want to be. Oh, okay. Um, by Charlie Houston. It's an incredibly harsh, cruel version, um, pushing him way towards Punisher levels. He's Brandon Thugs. Um, this is the one where he wears someone else's face. Oh, yay. Yeah. Um, he was doing that before Joker's daughter tried to make it fashionable in 2011. That fucking bitch. Trey, how do you feel about Joker's daughter? Oh, fucking bitch. I don't even like her in bombshells. No one likes her in anything. She's an asshole. Um, the next version is the Brian Michael Bendis version, which is a bit more hero-directed. You know, um, As I mentioned before, he's being told how to do hero stuff by all the Avengers in his head. Um, the next one after that is probably my favorite i think the 2014 warren alice version he's like a more suave badass detective like so it's batman no nah, no nah, this is like a he would fit in like a skullduggery pleasant universe like he's smart arsy detective he's not superhero Holmes? detective i'd say surely comes too much of a posh little dandy bitch uh-huh. okay. he's over fucking rated he has good movies Wait, who? Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. Oh, bitch. Yeah. I liked his movies. They were good. They were good. Um, yeah, he doesn't wear the uh, the big cloak costume in that. He just wears like a nice suit with a balaclava. Um, That's why it's good though. Yeah. Um, and then finally you got the 2016 version with Jeff Lemire going into the confusion of Mark Spector's mind. Um, so really if you're interested in the character you can jump into any specific aspect of him. There is something accommodating for each version. You know, you've got the mean one, you've got the hero-y one, you've got the mental instability of the guy. Um, well, yeah, the issue I liked that Trey's flicking through there, um, I recommend it to no end as a, just a random pick-up, put-down issue. Like, you don't need to know anything coming in. You don't have to know anything going out. Um, it's issue five of the 2004 version of Moon Knight, written by Warren Ellis, with art by uh, Declan Shelby. Declan Shelby. It's not Schlong, it's Shelby. That's what it is. Um, you know the hallway or the stairway scene in the Netflix Daredevil? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, throw that shit out the window and read this instead. Because that actually all, is just a whole issue. Yeah, that's all the fucking issue is. There's a there's a kidnapped girl in a building. He goes into the building through the front door in his white outfit because he's not a stealthy character. You mentioned that before we started recording, Meg. Yeah, no. Nah, he wanted to be in a white sort of thing because he wants people to know he's coming and be scared. He's like anti-stealth. Yes. He's like, here I am, bitches. So he just like comes in through the front door and just stomps six stories of thugs and then frees the girl at the end. It's very dope. And he also crashes a helicopter onto somebody who tried to escape. Oh, helicopters. I can tag that again. It just got, it, it lands down and goes, boonk, on the guy and then just takes off again. It's very fucking great. Yeah, so, so it's the stairway. What is it with our superheroes? 
Particularly Marvel and just like helicopters. I don't know. I think they like vehicles more. I don't, I don't know. Thanos had a helicopter. He had a fucking dope helicopter. He liked it so much he wrote his name on it. Yeah. Um, there's there's one moment in here where a thug guy looks him across the landing and Moonlight just like walks towards him with a baseball bat tip dragging on the wall, leaving like a blood trail across the drywall. Um, the guy just fucking runs with the visual. It's very great. Um, after he saves the girl, yeah, he commands his moon drone to land on the rooftop real quick and it makes it sound like he's going to escape but no it just it lands on that escaping guy um yeah i mentioned this dude running with the visual so let's uh let's talk about his his look specifically um what what is his standard look kyle what do you, describe it to the police for the sketch um he has big black hair yeah kind of looks like a spooky superhero assassin's creed um Oh, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Um, I did see someone had modded Harley Quinn's Revenge, the um, Arkham City DLC, to replace, you know, Hooded Robin with Moon Knight. It's very fun. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, describe this this chap here. This one? Uh, yeah, without the other Avenger parts on him. Um, he's got, like, the peak in his head. He's got, he's got like Raven Hood. Yeah, Raven yeah. Hood, or like you said, Assassin's Creed Hood. Mm. And he's got a white mask over his face with a little moon on the head. Yeah. And sometimes he's got... Um, it's not quite bat armor, because it's not very big. He does have a little bit of armor on some it's of his other versions. It's a little bit versions. of armor. Yeah. It's kind of more Nightwing-y. I have seen a lot of, like things about him fighting Nightwing in like I like him in the little in his little suit. Yeah, that's the version I like the suave detective man. But he um, was mostly white. Yeah, I, I bring it up. If you if you go back and look at the, the panels of him in the suit, is um in the recent ones, the art direction of him is like super cool. Um it's I don't know, it's hard to describe. It's like he's drawn with he's just done the outlines are done in charcoal looking or something. And everything else is fully coloured, but he is just blank. He is just white. And in the comic itself, it looks so fucking stunning. It, it looks unfinished, but it's like it's like when you're doing an artwork and you get something perfect and you're like, oh, I'm not touching it. Yeah. I do everything else, I'm touching that. It looks fucking so dope. I love it. Um, especially in that issue I mentioned where he, like, he rolls up his sleeves after he takes the coat off and he's got like you know, like normal skin coloured forearms under the white. It just it's it's very cool looking. Like I, I can't recommend it enough. Just, just even Google image it a little bit, you guys. Come on. Put if some you go to the in. Wikipedia, it's like a quarter of the way down the page. Yeah. It's up by D Clan Shelby. Yeah. Um all right. well, especially with characters like Wonder Woman, when a when a character is critically unknown but ripe for popularity, like it's there and ready to break out. Um, most, or, yeah, almost all fucking writers on board want to put their unique spin on the character. Moon Knight's a great example of that. Like I just mentioned, every one of those runs is very different to each other. Um, he also had a, um, a six-part miniseries in, uh, 1985, uh, where Khonshu gives him some extra help in the form of enhanced strength, the ability to see on the mystical plane, night vision, and invisibility, but only when the moon was out. 
So I tried to add superpowers onto him as well, but it, it didn't stick. You know. Which I'm probably okay with. Yeah, the only the only powers he has is like that ridiculous comic book level of you know being a champion boxer and a mercenary, so you can just beat up anyone in any room. Um, they they they, they mentioned that in um a comic when he fights Taskmaster. Have you have you read that one, Trey? Not, but. I know Taskmaster. Yeah, um, it's the one. Look, what does Taskmaster do, Trent? Um, while he fights you, he learns your technique and just like copies it. So one of the only people he hates fighting is Deadpool because Deadpool's so fucking retarded that he can't work it out. The other character He's who so won't replicate is Moon Knight because yeah. he will not dodge a punch or a bullet or a knife because getting hit just makes him angrier. And it's when just more adrenaline that. to throw more punch. So Taskmaster's like, like, no, I'm not going to get kicked in the head. Like in that part of um, the Iron Fist show, mm. he does mention like the more I get hit, the more revved up I get. And then a bunch of people start punching him and you think he's fucked and he gets back up and it's the first time he uses the Iron Fist in the show. Yeah, yeah it's, that, cool it's, very, it's very Marinati. He'd rather take it than block it. Um... Why don't, have you got more on his Rose Gallery? Um, not really. I don't know any of them, man. Um, so his, like, the ones that he shares are Bullseye and Taskmaster. Yeah. But he's got, like, Black Spectra, Bluebeard, Bora. All the big rigs. I know, I know he's got the committee, and I know Black Spectre's like an art thief. Um, Crossfire, Killer Strike, Midnight Man. <laughs> well, maybe I'm thinking of Midnight Man. Who is Midnight Man? They're all very similar names. Stained Glass Scarlet. The Werewolf. He's one of those people, though, that they use and they just use other villains. Like, he's in that original Sin comic a bit. I'm pretty sure he's hanging out with, like, Winter Soldier and Gamora. And I want to see him become an Avenger, too. Yeah, I want to see an offshoot where after they've made his Netflix show, it's just him... Bucky and Gamora just doing shit. Fuck, that'd just because they like came out in an issue. Yeah. He is um, Wizard Magazine ranked him 149th greatest comic book character of all that time. That's pretty good for a character. IGN not many people know. listed him as 89th, and he's number 49 on the top 50 Avengers. So he's just on the board. Nice. Um, yeah, so he's got, well, like I said before, he's got his, uh, his punching abilities as any fucking human in a comic book does. Um, he also has all the, uh, moon-themed gear. He's got, uh, what's he got, Meg? What are some gadgets he has? Um, take, take well, a guess. is this when he first starts off, or is it when he's got all his high-tech yeah, just, just his normal high-tech stuff. I only know the start bits because Hawkeye made them yeah, ages yeah, well, ago. I got that in my But um, normally he'll have like Nightwing-esque break apart stuff, you know, like kind of like uh, the Billy Club that Daredevil has. Uh, what else he got? He got Moonerangs, I guess, which are just batarangs that have been smoothed <laughs> out. It's like a crescent moon. Yeah, so like all of his shit's a crescent. Even the fucking aeroplane and helicopter we mentioned earlier is a moon shape. Yeah, and that's the other thing on my list is the moon copter. Which I hope is what he calls it. Uh, I could find that out. 
Yeah, um, a bit of complicated trivia here on the subject of his gadgets. Do you, do you want this, Meg? No, it's you, you take it. Alright. Um, so, all the um, original weapons that Konshu gave him was uh, Hawkeye. Because uh, in 1987, the West Coast Avengers were sent throughout time, and one of the places they went was 5,000 years ago, ancient Egypt. Um, while holed up in a familiar temple, old Clint Barton makes up a boomerang, some darts, and throwing irons that, you know, the Moon Knight ends up with later. Moon Copter. Uh-huh. Moon Copter? Good. Moon Copter. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, so, like, th- th- this is always going to come up in a Moon Knight conversation. The, you know, the rich as fuck dude who has no powers but can beat up anybody who has a bunch of crazy themed gadgets sounds pretty familiar. It's very Batman. But um, I find, uh, you know, there's, there's heaps of stuff about him just being Marvel's Batman. Um, but you only have to scratch the... Yeah, what do you got? It goes... What goes? 220, the moon copter. Uh-huh. Goes 220 miles per hour. Yeah. Which is 354 kilometers per hour. I don't think it's a real cover. I know, but that would be a handy This vehicle. is the specs. <laughs> it comes out of the comic book. I'm looking forward to seeing it in Fast and Furious, like, 9. <laughs> when they're out of other vehicles. Oh, no. All right, um, so let's, uh, let's talk about him being the Batman, you know, for Marvel. Like, once you break, like, once you start researching it a little bit, it's very clear that he's not, it's not the case, really. Um, for one, that, that gimmick of rich fighting dude is fucking like 50% of comic book characters. You got, you got Bruce Wayne, you got Oliver Queen, you got Tony Stark, you got ten, Ted Cord, you got fucking Danny Rand. Black Panther. Yeah, you got Black fucking Panther. Like, there's heaps. It's not a, it's not a thing. Mm-hmm. Um. It's a trope. Yes, it is. Yeah, but so is having a fucking cape. Like, it's that high of a standard. No capes. No, he's got a cape sometimes. No capes. Alright, but uh, Moon Knight has it, it's it, it's I, I see a lot of other characters mixed in. It's not just a Batman thing. Like you got all the ancient Egypt possession shit. That's Doctor Fate all over the it. Punisher sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. you've got honestly the dying in the desert scene really reminded me of that one bit in Uncharted Three. I know that's not a comic book, but it's really what I thought of. He's wearing the same fucking outfit almost. Um. Yeah, the and the character does all that mental illness shit way more than any other character does. It's very unique and it's very great. Um, so you know when inevitably when he gets his Netflix show or movie, and someone says, "Oh, he's just Marvel's Batman," you as a listener can tell them they're fucking dumb and school them on that shit, and you will get pussy, probably. Oh. Probably not. Probably not. But you can do it. You can certainly masturbate. Yeah, <laughs> we can all masturbate, and that's the message here, everybody. I know. We're all the same. We are all on the inside. We are all terrible. Oh fuck! Oh, that, that's like all of my notes already, man. Um, <laughs> should we go into his appearances outside of the comics? Um, yeah, if you can find some. There's not many. Um, so he was going to appear in the Blade TV series, but it got cancelled. Fuck! I forgot that out of TV series. Yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, in those old days where every, like, weird gothic-y leather yeah. TV thing had an animated the movie. The weird Oh, animated movie. Yeah, you got fucking Men in Black. Yeah. What's... Uh, I had another one in my head that I was thinking of here, but it's gone. Um, okay. He was also in Ultimate Spider-Man vs. Sinister 6. 
You got Spawn. That had an animated movie. That's another one. Um, more recently, James Gunn, who's known as the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, tweeted that he had pitched a Moon Knight film to Marvel Studios. I'd like to see his take on it. Well, I feel like I would get that version I like of the sm- suave smartass because that's very Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and that only went down in like January, so it's still it's a very a possibility. It's a very it fresh character. It'd be cool if it would happen. Mm. Um, he's been in quite a lot of video games, though. Yeah, he's in. Um, well, he was in Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, he's in that Web of Shadows. Web of Shadows. Shadows. Um, Marvel Pinball. Cool. Ultimate Bar. Uh, Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom Three. Uh huh. It's a bit of a. I'm, I'm sorry. I it, it just trying to read it and say it all at the same time just wasn't working for me. Um, he is also in, obviously, like, all the Lego Marvel superheroes and Avengers. Marvel Future Flight, he was in the Facebook game Marvel Avengers Alliance. He is a character in Marvel Heroes and Marvel Contest of Champions. Mm, And he's got, like, a bunch of statues. Like a lot of busts and stuff. He's a yeah, great visual. Really cool, he looks hey. If you Google it, like most of his statues come up. Like, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Mm. V- visually, the character is always cool. Yeah. Like whether he's got the big flowing ass cape and the fun peaked hood, or he, like I said before, he's got that. I think completely I like the white, white. suit. It, it stands out. And it's so fucking cool. There's actually a like YouTube one of those like fake trailers. And I watched that when I went and hopped into bed because you wanted to get back out again to go to work. Um, that's actually really cool too. Like, so his fans, like, obviously like the character, but you know, anyone who knows him loves him, and everyone else doesn't know the character. I don't know anyone who hates it. Yeah. Well, that's you read a bunch of stuff for this and ended up going out and finding it. Mm. If you hate it, we hate you. Yeah, if you hate it, it's it's fine. You're entitled to your opinion. You're incorrect. You're stupid. You're bad opinion. I, I do like one of those. People thought the Earth was flat once. Some people still think the Earth is flat. It might be. It is. We no, were, it's shaped like a big pyramid. It's got a big fucking eye on it. We live on a big Illuminati. We were talking to one of our listeners, and they said that they saw the Suicide Squad the other day. And that we need to give them suggestions of stuff to watch to get the taste out of their mouth. Yeah, to wet his palate. Um, He's like, yeah, great Deadshot's like the only decent thing in that entire film. Wait, why did he need us to tell him it was bad? He we he, all know it's bad. He, he knows bad. Watched it. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix now for free. Yeah. Fuck Is it? He should yeah. be watching oh, Deep Fried Masters. Which, um, it turns out my only talent as a human being, which is really <laughs> worthless, is I can pick the winner. <laughs> deep fry masters within the first 10 seconds of the episode he did it again the other day i've knocked 100 percent accuracy so far and it's no, deep fried lasagna yeah but i didn't try and guess actually there was deep fried lasagna yeah i texted him told him all about it because it's important yeah yeah deep fried lasagna like, is very important we've been watching that now for like what, a month mm-hmm. it's only just started showing up in our recently added list i'm like yeah, we were on that. <laughs> so if you're listening to the podcast, 
We recommend. We're on that. We're, we recommend whatever version of Moon Knight caught your attention when I was mentioning them, and that one issue I like, and Deep Fry Masters. Yeah. It, it's fun. In one episode, the button falls off a yokel's overalls, and they keep having to edit it really badly. So sometimes it's zip tied on, sometimes it's not. It's very. Unusual. I told you it probably ripped while they were filming. That's very clearly what I just said. <laughs> Yeah, no, but it's funny because of the bad editing. Okay. Right. Yeah, because you think that, that like it would on? go on. You think they couldn't put a fucking button on his pants? Shit. All right, let's let's do some homework, huh? Um. Well, this is this yeah, the one and only time I've asked you. Can I have homework now? Yeah. Well, Moon Knight is an awesome character, very underrated, very unknown. So today's homework was recommend something for the listeners that is underrated, but you know, people need to fucking get on. Um, who wants to go first? I want Meg to go first because I think she might say what I have picked. Really? Oh. And I want Meg to say it so that I have enough time to come up with something else. Are you going to pick Huntress? Because I was going to pick Huntress. Okay, no. You're I think you were going to pick... Yeah. Yeah, I know what you were going to pick. Blanky Bill. Blanky fucking Bill, the bad CG remake. <laughs> so coming into this, Toby always hands out the homework question pretty much at the end of the episode before. Mm. He's been drumming it into my head all week that he doesn't want to say, like, a good character because he doesn't want it to become popular and then Harley Quinn. Yeah, I don't want it yeah. to get Quinn. You don't so want it to have, Queen. all week, I'm like, goblin? oh, I could pick this, but then what if what if I make it popular and then it breaks? Oh, <laughs> so no. Like, I don't know if Meg's going to say Huntress because if she doesn't want that to happen, then I'm stuck. Like, so my brain's been going all week. I don't think they'll... Uh, they haven't... They put her in things, but she hasn't gotten, like, There's no breakout. yet. There's yeah. no breakout. Here's your go-to Huntress issue. Yeah. Mm. I mean, they even put her in Arrow, and she didn't last that long. So oh, I didn't yeah, she was in, like, two episodes. She was great in Arrow, but she didn't last that long. She's just one of those villain of the week, in and out kind of characters. Kind so. of. I think they bring Cupid back more than they bring Huntress. I Which is fair enough, because good... Cupid's an actual Arrow character. She should mm. be on there. I think she'd be a pretty cool, like, Netflix show sort of thing. Yeah, she's very much in that, like, Daredevil style of just, like, yeah. on the ground, punching the fuck out of people. She's pretty much a Punisher, but a girl. Mm. Yeah, All very her much stuff, so. the animated stuff with her in Black and Arrow, and that's awesome. Yeah. Mm. I'm surprised that Just League Unlimited doesn't have a bigger fan base. I know people talk about the Batman animated all the time, but that's fucking really good stuff. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. Mm. I may possibly like it more than Tass. Yeah? Yeah, I think so, actually. Just because it's a lot more like a sampler play. Yeah, there's more for you to play with. And, I don't know, I just... Mm. I like Smart Boss comments. Alright, so um, do you have any recommended specific stuff of Huntress to, if for people to get there now? Well, I was going to say year one. That is a good place to start. Makes sense. Well, it, like the little trade thing of year one. That's a really good place to start just because you get everything and you mm. get a backstory and all that. Which Huntress are you following? Bertinelli. Okay. They're both like the same. They're kind of like the same, but... It's it's like how you I see like Catwoman. Yeah, it's yeah. like when I read the Flash and it's the dude in the red suit. He go fast, and then someone says his name's Wally West. I throw the fucking book down. Yeah, 
You're Bastard. not Barry. Get out of here. Who is this? You dirty Who motherfucker. Get out of here. You're going to be your fucking right now. Yeah. But no, you're, you're always have a favourite. Yeah, mm. you always have a go-to. Everyone has a favourite Green Lantern. Yeah, the Green Lantern. Sinestro. <laughs> I was going to say Guy Gardner because he became red. That's what I'm talking about. Rage and anger. Heck yeah. yeah. Alright, um, who wants to go next? Who got recommendations? Oh, me. Yeah, You'll never guess who my underrated character really? pick was. No, it's Moon Knight, because I picked the fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode has been a very in-depth homework question. Um, yeah, I liked... What, you just say that one's from? That's uh, the... 06. I think it's the 2014... No, R6 yeah. is the, like, brutal, I'll wear your fucking face okay. version. Oh, yeah, I like the 2014 <laughs> run from Marvel now, because that was the first one I got, because that was when I got into it and just started buying the characters that seemed badass. That's exactly what I do when the 52 rolled around. I said Flash, Nightwing. Yeah, cetera, Flash cetera. is a fucking badass. No, I just randomly picked characters. I was like, boy, I hope this doesn't suck But us. Yeah, but then, like, I've read that 2006 one. It's good, because I like my... Bullshit. Yeah. I find the 2006 version just, it's too far in like the, oh, look how dark and gritty I am. Which makes sense. It's in the same era as the Dark Knight movie. Um, well, Kyle, what, what did you pick, seeing as it wasn't Huntress, I think? No. Oh, wait. Yeah, Trey, you're just going to say like any volume of this. I think it's two volumes all up. It's pretty short. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what you listed. All four versions, so just pick a version. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's good because it has everything. Yeah, there's heaps. Um, I'm going Agent Carter. Hey, I knew it. (laughs) I was was like... I was like, I know what you're going to say, so I'm not going to say it. And I'm not even going comics. Um, Sit down and watch the show. Yeah. Yeah. You can... I bet there would be, like, a ten-minute every Agent Carter cinematic appearance from the movies in on YouTube, go and watch that and then sit down for two days and watch the TV series mm. because it's a great look at the character, the era, like where she comes from. We watched the first episode today and like the first, what, five minutes is just a recap of um, First Avenger. It makes me cry, honestly. It's so sad. They bring it back a lot, like she gets flashback sort of things, and I'm just like, holy shit, no! It, it, I think it's really good, and it works a lot during the first season. Does it yeah. stay get to Archer's Dreamland mm. level, or what? Yeah. Damn, that's fun. By the second season, it's completely done. Yeah, she's like she's really moved done. on. She's doing her own thing, and she's yeah. Well, that. jokes on her because he's gonna fuck her niece or something. No. Is it a niece? Yeah, yeah he's nice. gonna tear that shit up. So fuck you, Peggy. Agent yeah. thirteen. It's mm. gonna rip her like the condom he's using. Oh. Um. So I'm I'm thumbing through that issue of Moon Knight again, you guys. Um. See, Kai, here he is here with his sleeves rolled up with his people arms, and he's kicking oh. this guy so hard he's vomiting. That's nice. He's, he's pretty a, great. A beautiful man. Look at him go. I might use that as the art for the episode on on Facebook. Yeah. Don't even. Um. Alright, so the thing I picked was a uh, was a Cartoon Network show. It was kind of obvious after I decided what I was going to pick. Was it um, Ed, Ed and Eddie? No, I've never seen Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, like, we weren't stuff. as rich as you, we didn't have that shit when we were kids. No, we're watching around the twist, Chase TV. Huh? Toby was making we're out here on the streets. Because I know the theme song for Captain Planet. 
Because you watch really old ass cartoons. It started in 1990. That's old as fuck. You're not that old. It came out when I was three. 1990, you weren't even alive. I thought you said it came out in 96. No, it went from no. 1990 to 1996. I came so out in 1996. So when I cancelled it, my priorities were not shitting my pants. I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> well, see, I'm older than you, so I can be down with it. I know. Your, your cartoon tastes make you seem like 20 years older than you are. It's very bizarre. I don't know why. I'm like, have you guys heard of this hot new thing called the Flintstones? I love the Flintstones. Fuck see, that's you. what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was on Cartoon Network when you woke up. It really you was. You used hey. to watch Terrible. Scooby-Doo Terrible. started at like 6 a.m. Yeah. And then I think it was Flintstones, Jetsons. Oh, that's shit. Yeah. And then it went back to like Ed and Eddie. <laughs> and all of that. Yeah. yeah. And the then the villain is. Fuck yeah. Is that what you're gonna? No, no, I love oh. that shit. No, we, it's so good. Hey? When we were young, we were watching soup opera. Oh, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> Guys, I don't know if they add that in the states or. But any, fucking anywhere, look it up. But fuck, man, they take a bunch of vegetables and they cut them up and they fucking make origami out of the vegetables and they like. And it goes bum 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 dum dum. Yeah, that's right. It does that, and then, and then it's like, and it's like ten second long episodes. Great. All right, so my pick for the homework question is Clarence. Ah, oh, there we go. Yeah. Wow. Oh come on, man! I, like. Compared to the, like its competition of other Cartoon Network shows, it gets better every season. Like, it's so fucked. I know, but it's the good kind of fucked. Like, Adventure Time got boring. Fucking regular show ended. That got mm, boring and it ended. Fun. It became too formulaic for me. I don't you know. But um, like Steven Universe, I can't stand. It's so. I don't have enough huge and Tumblr accounts. Yeah. For... I've never. Like I'm not, I'm not sexist and I'm not racist, but goddamn, it's so preachy and annoying the way it is about that stuff. Um, but Clarence is so great, and it's just it, it's got no fan base. Like, there's no shit post in Facebook group for that. I, I, the thing I like about Clarence mm-hmm. is it's so full of Easter eggs. It's, it just don't make sense. Like the the plot of every episode is children doing children stuff, but everything else is so fucking weird. It just it it's very fun to watch. You just take the time, sit down and watch. Maybe not even season one, because um, fun trivia for you: the creator and voice of Clarence was uh, fired for grabbing some titties in the office. So um, he got replaced, and the the new dude kind of went in a more weird take. So skip season one, just like just pick a random fucking episode, just give it a go. You know, get, yeah. get it inside your body, sir. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I have no specific recommendations. Just I like the episode about the pizza man. Fuck yeah! Find that one. Um, I think it's called Pizza Hero. Yeah. Just just have a look at that because that is peak. What the fuck? Yeah. Am I watching? It I is brilliant. Toby showed me it, and I went home. The yeah. tree one was good. Yeah, tree tree of life is good. Every time we go into JB, they have the egg episode on the TV. Oh, oh, dude, that's, that's a fucking horror episode. episode, man. All right, so let's talk about that. We've got time. So he decides to be cool. He's going to eat 100 deviled eggs. No, he's doing dares from everyone. Yeah, no, there's 500 500 deviled fucking eggs. Yeah. This fat little eight-year-old boy, he's going to eat them all, and they're all, like, prepared for him and ready to go outside. So they've been sitting in the sun for, like, six hours by the time he finishes. Gross. And, like, the next day he comes into school and he is green. One of his teeth fall out. He is physically rotting. This is a children's cartoon, and he is melting, and he's like, 
coughing and choking on like whatever his insides are doing and like none of the other kids will play with him and he's just kind of following him around going like playing with me I like the one way and it's like it's so Fucked up, and he ends up getting every child in the school sick, and they'll go home, and they'll love him. Including the principal. Yeah, that's... Because he gets into the air ducts. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, his sickness gets everyone a day off school, so they all love him for it. It's great. I like the one where he turns into an emo. Oh, (laughs) heck yeah. Yeah, so he murders a toy, but, like, treats it like he killed a best friend, and the guilt, like, breaks him mentally. This is a children's show. You love that that episode, because Mm. it's, like, um... Chucky. Chucky. The, oh, well, the dark a, undertones of this yeah, show. Yeah, the episode where bully, they go man. to the school bully, but they don't know he's a bully because they're all so stupid. They go to his house for a sleepover, and the guy just tries to prank him, and he has like that a toy awesome. chainsaw yeah. and a hockey mask. Final shot. Yeah, the, it ends in him just like spinning around in the circle, waving the chainsaw. And that's how Chainsaw it's a fucking perfect, massacre ends. It's a perfect replica of the end of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But that's, like, like I said, it's so full of Easter eggs. Like, we've paused it a bunch of times and there's references to... Yeah, well, Finn the Human is a delusional missing child. It doesn't say outside. missing, it just has a picture of his face and some squiggles, you idiot. Well, it's got I, I have that. my theories, man. It's got Chucky, it's got Chainsaw Massacre, it's got... It references uh, Gravity the, Falls, which also gets referenced things? by Rick and Morty, so it's part of that shared universe now. Um, it's got the kid from Over the Hill or Over the Garden Wall. Yeah, I was going to say Over the Hedge, but that's different. No, Over <laughs> the Garden Wall. King of the Hill. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Fuck that show. But no, it's, it's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I recommend that wholeheartedly. Alright, so um, this has been an episode, kind of. It's pretty short. There's not a lot of Moon Knight out there yet, but watch the space. He's going to be big. Yeah. That's the whole point of this episode. Be ready. Be fucking prepared for the nuke. It's coming. It's dropping. If you ever die, it's coming down. If you ever die at the altar of the Moon God, make sure you're a fucking psycho, because you'll end up cool. Yeah. yeah. It's cool to be the spastic. All right. It's cool to be way weak. Yeah. Uh, no, that's that's fucking gay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This has been another gay, gay episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. I am your host, Toby Follow, joined as I am all the weeks by Trey P. Cinnamon and Megan Chicatillo. You guys, good job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. We've been produced by Kai Steen once more. Uh-huh. Oh. Um, I just make weird noises now. Ha ha. Me. Oh, I don't know. like a catchphrase or anything. You need, you need some catchphrase. Yeah, okay. I didn't Bang. hit her. What's <laughs> the Wonder Woman drum? I don't know. Wonder Woman drum. Fuck, Wonder Woman's theme is so great. Oh, there's <laughs> a like, death metal cover of it. Oh, shit. Find it for you. All right. We're, we're going to watch that after this episode's finished. Actually, I've been listening to a lot of... Um, Wonder Woman theme songs. I don't know. Punk covers of Disney songs. <laughs> oh, wow. Jesus Christ. Um... Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at wayward underscore nerds. Message us some topics you want to see covered in the future or you want to know more about. Um, or tell us, you know, what you'd like us to improve. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes to hear our next episode. Um, Meg, Kai, you guys are taking a fucking hosting role next week, huh? Yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> Ladies, take over. Yeah.
That's a little clue at what the next episode is. <laughs> it sure is. Try, try what is next episode? Uh, Agent Mexico. Carter? Agent Carter. That's right. I don't know how that clue is good. I was kind of expecting you to play like It's Ladies Night or something, but you. Because it's but, Ladies Night. That's right. The and vagina is running the asylum next week, people. So uh, stay tuned for what? that. You slutty little fucking bitch listeners. I think we've already got that. No, it's fine. It's good the way it is. Um, At least you didn't tell people to do stuff in their car. Was it bone alone? What? Bone alone? We all bone alone. That's what makes Slushy us people. That's right. You know what Moon Knight is now. Yeah. So class is very, very dismissed. <laughs> <laughs>